Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hey there. Welcome to another episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. My name's Chandra and I'm your host. Thank you for being here and listening. Now, today's episode is going to be a little short language tip because I love words. I've always loved reading. I think my earliest memories in primary school were I always just loved you know, when the readathon would be on or I love being able to just escape into my room and, and read books and, yeah, it was definitely something that I always have loved. And when I look back through my working life, I've had a common theme of communication throughout and in different ways and different roles. But what that tells me is that language and words are important to me. And one thing that I have realized that I often hear from other people that I'm working with or connected with in some way is people saying things like, oh, you're so good with words. Sometimes people will ask me to help them prepare for a conversation that they have to have or to review an email that is important and they'll be looking for a turn of phrase or something like that. So there are things that people will sometimes ask me to help them with and in fact a recent example is a a client that I was working with recently who was preparing for a difficult conversation that she needed to have at work and we were talking through the situation and I was giving her some ideas of how she could potentially approach the conversation things that she could say to frame things up and, you know, so I just was doing a bit of a spiel, I guess. And then she she looked at me and she'd been taking some notes and she said, oh, she said, I wish I'd recorded that. It always just sounds so good the way you say it. And so for me, this is a little bit weird sometimes because it's a bit like a goldfish that apparently can't see the water that it's swimming in, doesn't know what water is. It's just is. is. And when you have your own gifts, which you do have sometimes you've got your way of doing things your gifts and strengths and you don't always recognize the value in them because it's just you being you anyway that's a little bit of a tangent but in short I care about words and the impact that they have on you when you use them on yourself and on others And so recently, one of the things that I've been playing around with is some alternatives to a common phrase that people often say to play around with the language to make it feel a little more empowering. And that phrase, or really it's, I guess, a a sentence opener or a sentence fragment is, I have to. Whenever you say, I have to, The implication is that whatever comes next, whatever completes the sentence, is some sort of obligation, uh, a bit of a punish, or it's a forced action or thing that you have to do. And it's energetically, 
it can sort of feel a bit heavy or hard. Oh, I have to. And yes, there's probably an element of tonality at play here. And I did a recent episode around the power of voice and tonality. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to, I think it's called the one thing you can do to improve confidence. But if we put tonality aside and think about saying, I have to, and what that energetically brings with it, it's not exactly the best way to approach any kind of task, really. Even the stuff that you don't really want to do that you might feel, well, I have to do this thing. How does it help you by reminding yourself that you're being forced to do this thing? So I've been playing around with different ways to avoid saying I have to, even if I do actually have to do something, to just see what comes up. And one example that I heard, and it was on another podcast with a guy called James Wedmore, a suggestion that I heard from him that I quite like is that instead of saying I have to, to say I get to. I don't say I have to do this podcast. I could say I get to do this podcast or I'm going to or I could or I will. Any of those offer up a different kind of vibe and energy and approach to whatever you finish the sentence with. So just as an example, let's say that you might normally say something like, oh, I have to go to the blah, blah, blah meeting. You may, in fact, have to go to the meeting, but saying it that way doesn't necessarily make it any better. So you could play around with some of those other options. What would happen? If instead you were to say something like, I get to go to the blah, blah, blah meeting. There's a different vibe about that, don't you think? It seems to me to be more about the opportunity of the meeting. And so it might, if you were to use that phrase, it might, I'm not saying it always will because trust me, I have been to some pretty boring and seemingly useless time-wasting meetings in my time, but Framing it as I get to go has the potential to open up a more positive vibe about the meeting and I guess the possibilities of being there or the benefit of being there. Or you could say I'm going to the blah, blah, blah meeting. That has an implication around ownership and commitment. It's a statement You're going, you're in, and therefore it sort of implies a bit more of a sense of choice about it. And so the idea with this concept, I guess, is to look at the language that you're using. And this is just one, I guess, sentence example, and there's lots more, which potentially I'll do other episodes around these little tips. But the intention is for you to kind of do like a language sub out is to try it on and to just see if you can find a different way to language what you're doing that makes you feel a little bit more empowered about it. The other benefit is that in doing this, it might make you realize that you actually have more choice than you might have realized, especially if you're someone who catches yourself saying, I have to, a lot. Because you think about the cumulative effect of that. Oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do this. I have to do that. 
feels busy, feels stressful, feels like there's a lot that's being forced on you. But by challenging the language that you're using, it might just open up some different ways of approaching the things on your to-do list. And you might also start to question some of the things that you are just doing out of habit or because it's the way that it's always been done, which can then potentially free up your time or ensure that you use your time in ways that actually feel a little bit more productive and maybe a little bit more enjoyable. If you've got to be doing these things anyway, then you may as well approach them with a sense of choice and optimism and feeling empowered about it rather than um, dragging your ass through every task that you've got to do. An example of this is a client that I was working with recently who has their own business and has a team but had realized that they were spending a lot of time on tasks and meetings and activities just because that's what normally had happened. But when we started to question, do you actually have to be there? It opened up some different choices and opportunities for them to consider that would allow them to step out and use their time more wisely, adding more value to the business and also allow their team to actually step up and continue to grow. So by questioning every time you use the phrase, I have to, you might find some different possibilities of freeing up your time or making better use of it. And that's what this is all about really, is helping you feel more empowered to create the kind of results that you want with the time that you have. That's it for today, short and sweet little language tip. Let me know what you think and how you go if you come up with other ways to talk about what it is that you're doing without saying, I have to. Would love any other ideas that you come up with and I'll start experimenting with them too. So make sure you let me know. Come and join the Facebook group or message me any thoughts that you have. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.